0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. You know, it wouldn't be the first month of 2017 if we didn't start off with a technical issue.
1: I feel like it was like a direct occurrence of Trump getting inaugurated.
0: Yes, yeah, you know, everything's failing. I understand completely. All warranties, they're void everything's breaking my computer
1: has been trying to hack me (laughs) it's fine was on the phone with apple all day today trying to get it fixed because it was like randomly connecting to someone's airport i guess like in our building it's called
0: like burger or something i'm like why are we connecting to burger king right now And they were
1: like on the phone they were like would it be possible for you to like walk around and ask people and i was like yeah let me just knock on my neighbor doors and be like are you burger Also, this building is huge, so we fixed it, though, by the way. It's fine now.
0: Also, this is Coffee with Rachel, and I'm Chris. And
1: I'm Rachel, and I'm paranoid about my... (laughs) you know computers (laughs) privacy i guess it didn't really connect or anything but i was getting scared it was
0: just being annoying yeah anyway uh yeah so sunday's episode got fucked i honestly can't even explain what the hell happened to it but it just didn't sound good at all and so so we're
1: redoing it here
0: we are on monday and you know
1: honestly i'm in a much like i wasn't in a bad mood yesterday but i was tired because saturday was like we got up super early and we were out all day marching and so like Today, I'm finally awake again. So I get you.
0: <laughs> You've she's woken here. up. I'm waking up.
1: Yep, that's exactly what's <laughs> happening today. But what are we drinking? We got a coffee here from Yana. Yes. And this is a miracle on Gordon Street. <laughs> and it's a Christmas blend. And it's not like one of those flavored coffees. It's just got like... A hint of festive, you know? I'm sniffing the beans right now because...
0: The notes. They are good. What are the notes?
1: They're, uh, you know, your classic Christmas, it says dark chocolate and cherry, which I don't really get. You know, a lot of the times, if it's not like a flavored coffee and they say the notes, you gotta be a sommelier to fucking understand Oh,
0: yeah. Like, I don't ever tell the difference between when it says, like, caramel or cherry or chocolate. I'm just like, this There was is that one coffee.
1: coffee that we did get from Michigan, I believe. I had, like, a hella cherry flavor to it yeah it was like yeah, the yeah. only one that i've but ever that had one, that one
0: i feel like it was like they added cherry flavor to it you know i don't know
1: either way this is good it's a nice bright cup that's yeah, what i would I'm say bright <laughs> bright <laughs> finally Mary.
0: had our wildwood coffee creamer back in stock so you know we're here with that
1: that's good also we we made a discovery with the creamer and how it um emerges in the coffee yeah
0: <laughs> so it's very weird this we... is our
1: coffee fact for
0: today <laughs> i know i have another one too But, uh, so, when we get coffee, we now try and get whole bean because it stays fresher, according to that one fact we gave and I don't know what episode number it is. Well, it
1: makes sense, because it's like, you're not having the grinds just, like, stay stale. You know, you're freshly grinding it up for each time.
0: Yeah, so we try and do that, and I think that it brews better when we do it, because I feel like when you get it pre-ground, it's really, really fine. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I grind it, I let it stay a little bit coarser, and I think that makes for a better cup of coffee. All right. But uh, when I actually do the grinding, the creamer, like, incorporates with the coffee better than the when... soy
1: creamer. We never had this issue with, like, half and half.
0: Yeah. But then when I now when I get this uh, pre-ground stuff, it doesn't incorporate as well, and so I have to like stir it actually. Because what we do is like we pour the creamer into the mug first, and then we pour the coffee on top. and It does the stirring for you; it's like magic. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Now it kind of just like kind of like floats around a little bit, and I gotta stir it with a spoon. And wow, it's really tough, guys. <laughs> no,
1: it's not. But it's just something that we've made. Like maybe we should start our own study. <laughs> We're watching Masters of Sex right now, so like everything in our lives I want to investigate <laughs> everything.
0: Squeeze. Squeezes eyes. <laughs> squeezes everything.
1: <laughs> anyway, so what is the real fact, bitch?
0: Okay, well this one's about the caffeine in coffee, but I love the way that they phrase this. They're like, "We all know coffee has caffeine in it, but have have you ever asked why?" Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like something why? I would say. <laughs> well, caffeine helps the coffee bush repel pests and on the other hand attract insects like bees to pollinate it
1: oh so it keeps out the benches but But brings in the the boppos yeah I don't know (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that
0: so there you go and you know stimulates us stimulates the bees that's you know, all we want. The bees. This is the
1: podcast for stimulating the bees. You <laughs> heard it here first. Buzz buzz.
0: So is that going to be one of our choices
1: for a title? <laughs> Are we even voting because it's late? I don't know. We're, we're trying to do this new thing now where we try to come up with the three weirdest things that we said in the podcast, and then we're going to have like Twitter polls. So if you're not following us on Twitter, you absolutely should be. It's Coffee W. Grachel.
0: Yeah. So you know what, what's on the docket for today? What has happened since-
1: We last spoke. I don't know Thursday.
0: when we recorded last. It was probably on Thursday. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I don't know what Friday was for uh,
0: Inauguration. All. That was a oh, uh, fun yeah. day. Just kidding.
1: I, like, <sighs> didn't watch it live, but I watched it later, and I, I regret it, but also I don't because I, like, need to know. Obviously,
0: I'm going to be watching every address he gives and everything because, like, you know, I'm going to stay informed even though I hate him.
1: I know. Um, it was something else, to well, say the it, least.
0: I'm just, you know, really glad I finally know now that... The United States of America is actually District 12 from the Hunger Games. That's, like, my takeaway from this, is that we are in a post-apocalyptic, like, wasteland. Is it
1: normal for God to be brought up that much in an inauguration? I know they swear in on a Bible. Yeah. Or, like, you can swear in on a, a document.
0: Yeah, I don't know what... I don't know. I think you have the option to... I feel like it's the Constitution or something. I'm not sure, but I know there's a document that you can swear in on.
1: Isn't the Constitution like a little fragile at this point? Like, Do they laminate her?
0: Yeah, I don't think it's the real (laughs) one. Is
1: the Constitution laminated? (laughs) That's the question I have, you know?
0: But I don't know what he does, but I don't know how much they say... Uh, Yeah, like, is it normally that
1: big of a religious experience? Like, I I know that a lot of the candidates are usually religious. But I was thinking to myself, I was like, say Bernie had one, even though I know he doesn't actually practice Judaism. He was, like, trying to, like, tell people to fuck off talking about that. Which is sad. Like, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. It's fine, like, if he doesn't practice and he doesn't want to be known as a Jew. But... I, I wonder, like, what would have happened if we did have, like, a Jewish president. Because it did like, have a rabbi have speak
0: fuck... afterwards, so. Yeah, but, like,
1: he he wasn't speaking about, like, Judaism, you know what I, mean? I know, I know. He was just there, talking. But, like, I just wonder, like, if that would all be different, if they would start quoting the Torah and shit. I don't know. I just, I don't know. These are questions. I should
0: really go back and look to before. I kind of want to pulled... watch, like,
1: Obama's last one. yeah. I I did watch Beyonce's um, fucking performance. I say performance. (laughs) It
0: was performance. Yeah,
1: I watched that, like, right after Trump's because, like... (laughs) If you, you just compare the singers alone, like, I don't even know who she was. Yeah. No shade, you know, but, I mean, you also are there, like, at the inauguration. It's also and,
0: like, shade. <laughs> also,
1: that L.L. Bean catalog or whatever.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that was so fucking funny. <laughs>
1: Apparently, L.L. Bean is backing him, so I'm gonna burn my fucking slippers. Just, like, oh, you know. shit. Yeah, we're not buying anymore from them. Is that, is that
0: a legit thing? I thought that was just a fucking joke. No, like, it's legit happening. Oh, like, the fuck. CEO,
1: like, likes Trump and has tweeted and stuff,
0: so. Well, fuck that.
1: I'm sure some other... Their, like outdoorsy company has the slippers that you mm-hmm. desire
0: i want to know if you go back to like before the cold war like what was said like when we didn't have in god we trust on our yeah. money and everything like what was said during the inaugurations because that was a Cool time for those reasons because I don't <laughs> like having that on my money.
1: I know. I don't think it's necessary.
0: So I don't know if there's really much more that we got to say about the inauguration. It I happened. Mean, it, it was p-
1: terrible. The speech was lackluster and also bleak. He describes, like, there was a video that I watched that compared Obama's first inauguration speech yeah. to this one of Trump's. And it's, like, just so stark. Like, Obama's entire campaign was optimism and hope, hope and yeah. such a warm message. And he did he was able to, like, achieve a lot of things. Yeah. And people, like, pretend that he didn't. And then you have this speech from Trump, which is like, our entire city is decaying! (laughs) I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Like,
0: oh. We're going to rebuild all of the infrastructure because it's falling apart. He
1: literally said, I think he said scattered like tombstones yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, at one point. Yeah, old
0: warehouses scattered like tombstones. I'm like, wow, America seems like a great place. He
1: must spend a lot of time at like Newark Airport or something because he like yeah. hates our airports. Has he seen SeaTac?
0: <laughs> it's pretty nice. It's so nice. They have like a bathroom for dogs, so I mean, they're doing pretty good.
1: Yo, that is true. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) a bathroom for dogs a dog's purpose
0: (laughs) oh my god no we forgot to bring
1: that up last week but yeah a dog's purpose is that the new dog movie i say dog movie with like tm yeah (laughs) because that's just like you're gonna cry and i can't believe they got dennis quaid
0: you know, it's like the new Marley and Me. That's, yeah, that was the dog movie TM before this. I'd say yeah, no, no. there's
1: probably been some in between. The but, one that really gets me is Homeward Bound, but that's so much more than a dog movie. I know, it's a family movie.
0: Regardless, my purpose is now not to see that movie because it was of that video. I know, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna go see it anyway. Like, there's... I'm not gonna
1: go to the theater like to cry. I'm not here for that. <laughs>
0: But anyway, so then the day after on a Saturday was a the very March. fun day. That was the March, and which
1: was the they said it's being estimated to be the largest um, organized protest in American history. So, that's which like right. I attribute that to social media,
0: absolutely. Yeah.
1: So that's obviously why that like
0: Facebook and things like that, but the groups helped spread the word that this was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I can't think of really, before, like, Facebook was a thing, I can't remember seeing, I guess there's like posters or something like that to educate people on when marches are going to be in protests yeah, and protests and stuff. Yeah, and
1: I'm sure there were, like, email chains and stuff like that before social media, and before that, it was just kind of like word of mouth, I guess. Yeah,
0: so it definitely... You never know,
1: like, the radio and everything like that, and obviously TV's been around for a while, but...
0: Yeah, so I mean, it definitely helped, and it, there was a lot of people. We went to Seattle one, obviously, and
1: that was over a hundred thousand people. I think
0: I thought I saw the estimate of like hundred and twenty thousand, which and they were
1: expecting like forty. Yeah. thousand people so, so that's like triple yeah because like on the facebook page alone it was like i think fifty thousand people were like interested slash going yeah and i was like whoa <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> well i mean and, you
0: know you can't really go off those numbers because how many times do i actually go to an event that i never selected anything on it like i never yeah. said i'm going but then i still do
1: <laughs> and like i know that they were giving out like little stickers so that they could kind of use that to like count how many people were there and i guess like that's probably not gonna like happen but Either way, yeah. there was a lot of people. In LA, I think there was like seven hundred some thousand people. Yeah,
0: yeah. In DC, I don't know. I've seen I've seen so many different numbers, but five hundred thousand is the one that I think stuck out in my a head. A fucking so, lot. That's yeah. all I got. Definitely say. more than at the inauguration, despite what fucking Spicer wants to say about Yeah, <laughs> oh my god.
1: Alternative facts, my yeah. new motto. Like <laughs> anyway. So That happened, and that was pretty exciting, and I loved seeing all of the marches that were in the really random places, like, there was a march in Antarctica with all of the scientists that were in Antarctica. Yeah, one in every continent.
0: One in every continent.
1: Fucking awesome. Yeah. I saw one that was, like, this really small town of, like, I think there was only, like, 350 people in this town in Alabama, and, like, 50 people showed up for a march, Uh. which is, like, a decent number...
0: That's the population percentage. Like, that's a huge number. That's
1: pretty crazy. And just seeing that was really heartwarming and there's been lots of criticism of course like you know the the men the meninists out there or whatever they're like you know where's my march and all that typical bullshit thing it's
0: not just about women's rights although that was like the main
1: but that encompasses so much people need to realize that these like
0: issues like when you get down to it they all relate in ways and like the thing that will help resolve it's, one issue will resolve other issues along the way. And so they're all interconnected. It's all civil rights. Yeah. And it's like,
1: if you're against that, then who are you? Yeah, like, you're exactly. You're evil. <laughs> That's basically the gist. Um, but, I mean, of course, like I know I talked about on the podcast that I was like, you know, me and my anxiety keeps me from usually going to things that could be risky like that. Or I mean, large crowds.
0: things just that aren't even necessarily risky Endeavors such as, like, I mean, you could say, going drag to, me do it. No, I could say going to the movie theaters is risky because of the things that have happened, but
1: but uh, now I just like legit, yeah,
0: <laughs> just you know what I mean. So, like, there's the anxiety of going and doing things like that, but then to make the jump to do something like this, where you know, there is a higher chance of bad things happening, like going
1: from Trader Joe's to this, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's
0: a lot. So um, And
1: like the night before I was pretty anxious because there were all these articles coming out.
0: It's like fear mongering. Yeah,
1: it was, it was just a little bit too much for me, but I went and I am so glad I had the greatest time. We were there with our friends and it was just like a very emotional and super inspiring day. Yeah. And I do want to talk a little bit about it because what I, the biggest criticism that I've been seeing, which I do agree with is the amount of feminists that still kind of don't understand why it might be problematic to center your entire you know feminist outreach on like the uterus and the vagina, because it really excludes, you know, women that don't have those parts or, you know, like you have to, I think we need to get to the point where it is known in the majority that like you do not have to have a vagina or a uterus to be considered a woman. Yeah. And I know that like, that's something that I learned probably in the last like five years. So I understand that, like why, you
0: know, education definitely going to be a huge role in this because I mean, that's how you Have change happen You gotta educate people on You know that it doesn't have to just be Centered around body parts
1: And like part of me is also like It's cool to see people like with these graphically detailed photos of vaginas on signs yeah. because I do want these parts to be normalized because the people that do have those parts are usually shamed about it. Like yeah. I know I was. There's
0: and pros and cons to both of it. Cause like you want to be able to, you know, I want
1: everyone that has a cervix to know that cervix. You yeah.
0: Know? And to be like, this is our body parts and like, we shouldn't be afraid to, Know, know the science know the and science everything. and get the health care proper for these body parts like that you know just bringing awareness yeah. to everything that goes on but but I'd... I would
1: have liked to see a little bit less like Pussy power, you know what I mean? Because it's like you don't have to be a woman to have a pussy, you know? It's just like a whole thing. So, like, hopefully that gets better. I mean, at our march, like, there were lots of like trans flags everywhere and everything like that. And I saw a bunch of people that were marching with signs about being non binary. And it was just like, I mean, I don't expect anything less from Seattle, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I would like to see more of that, you know, more inclusivity. I don't even know if people really know that they're being exclusive and that's why we need to like keep reminding people in like a nice way like hey this is why this is kind of like excluding a large percentage Mm -hmm. of you know the female population or whatever
0: yeah as a whole though I'd say that this is a huge success yeah that this is you know the fact that it's probably the number one organized protest in American history is fantastic it shows that like we are still making even though we elected Trump even though did we because popular vote hey but I know. Um, we're making progress in the right direction we, more and more people are being educated and being encouraged to act w- within their government and like, take more steps and so obviously the most important thing that we can all do is vote yes. in 2018 when uh all the house of representatives are is, up yeah they're up and i so, was really
1: excited to see john Kerry. he was there protesting and oh yeah? he's been secretary of state for the last like god i forget how many years it was but he's been working in government for yeah. like 34 years and and he was at the march
0: that's and fantastic just, like,
1: i don't know it was really exciting to see yeah all the people that showed up Mm -hmm. um but like also i understand that like a lot of people didn't have the ability to show up and you're not like not a good activist because you weren't there like don't let people like make you feel guilty because you just have to do what you can do you know and not everybody can march so the most
0: important thing is voting like that's the biggest thing that we could all do to try and reverse trump yeah reverse (laughs) Reverse. Reverse, reverse.
1: (laughs) um let's hope that happens
0: yes definitely
1: Um, But today, because, like, we did record this yesterday or whatever, and so we didn't have this fact, but he signed a bill, Trump, that's going to allow them to kind of police abortion as we knew that was going to happen. It's like funding
0: to international groups that... It's,
1: it's it's groups that provide, like, screenings and abortions and it's family not just like, planning.
0: Yeah, it's not just fucking abortion clinics. It's, like it's like
1: fertility like it's, and cancer screenings. Yeah, it's you just know? like
0: Planned Parenthood.
1: So what it is, it's, it's an old fucking bill that was, like, a thing when Reagan was president. So. yeah outdated i would say (laughs) um but i'm trying to find the exact name of it so that i don't sound like a fucking idiot because i read this earlier it's the global gag rule so it says it prohibits giving u.s funding to international non-governmental organizations that offer or advise on a wide range of family planning and reproductive health options if they include abortion um, even if u.s dollars are not specifically used for abortion related services that's and it's only stupid. if they include abortion. So, like, if you have like a clinic that's just doing like pap smears and shit, like it's fine. But if yeah. you include abortion, so you know, that's great. You no know, uh, great
0: f- action on uh, his old uh, first week in office. Fantastic.
1: Like we heard speeches on Saturday from people that worked at Planned Parenthood, and you know, it's just that's why I get so frustrated when you have all these people out here being like, "Oh, why did you march? Like, it's not going to do shit." and like this is the and like it's it goes so much more than just women's rights it's like <laughs> It's just trying to like make sure that people are getting like the healthcare that they need yeah. and the choice to be able to make decisions for themselves. Like it's a humanity issue. Just
0: being able to have places to spread education because our public school systems oh. really don't educate you at all. Don't even get me started. Yeah. yeah. So like these types of clinics can just provide you information.
1: I know. Or like services, if you're not, you know, if your healthcare has been taken away, like, yeah. cause that's going to be something that also could be happening soon so
0: it's a whole lot of things
1: like i love that like these are what makes me think that america is bleak like these are the things that upset me like hearing from muslim speakers on saturday and just we i mean we know about all these things but like just hearing about islamophobia and how like that's what makes america bleak you know what i mean not our fucking airports
0: you know, yeah it's, it's not just literally transportation he was like you know the railroads the roads the fucking airports like everything how about
1: like the systemic racism how about the policing of women's bodies yeah. and uh,
0: taking oh God. making
1: healthcare a fucking luxury and making it hard for young people to get a fucking mortgage when it's already like impossible yeah more. That's what makes America bleak. But the people that are dealing with those things are the ones that have the most hope for some reason because they're the ones that are pushing through it and trying to change things voting, protesting, calling representatives. Like, those are the people that are taking the change. And then you have these people in positions of power. They're arguably like the top 1% cis white male, fucking rich as hell. And he's the one calling this country bleak. Like, you yeah. have the brightest spot and opportunity. It yeah,
0: just America is still, kills like, me. a fantastic country, and we have so many rights and privileges just living in this country, and so, like, we can't go saying that, like, we're this shithole that, you know, is a terrible place because of our airports are kind of bad. It's not, like, it's, that's nothing compared to, like, some other places in the world. I know. So, so but,
1: uh, yeah... I I would say
0: (laughs) I would say just to wrap that up that after that march though I mean, I was never going to give up on anything, but it definitely gave me hope. Yeah. That me and
1: Ashley are already looking for opportunities on where we can fucking um, volunteer here in Seattle.
0: So let's move on to, I don't know, is this going
1: to be heavier happier topic or not? I don't know. What's the topic? Uh,
0: Harry Potter. You want to uh, uh, have some talks on this because, right. you know, you've had like another chapter or two. You've been spacing this out a lot. So.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, So, we're going to be talking about Harry Potter. So, I know that a bunch of people are, like, now reading it for the first time, just like me. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, don't, you know, skip ahead a couple minutes. Yes. Um, So, I, you know, this book, Deathly Hallows, uh, Deathly, that should be in the title, I would say. Um, It starts off, like, so dark already, you know? That was wild to me. It's so Mm. foreign. I i am surprised at like how emotional i got reading like him leaving the dursleys i don't know why that
0: one shook me because i was like fuck like this like for me that was like wow this is really this book is going to be the ending of this series and like even though they were terrible to him they're his fucking abusers like it's still like it was more of just like i know this is the conclusion of the story
1: And Dudley being slight, he's not like, I'd forgive him of all his sins, but like, you know, it was just, it was weird to read and I definitely got emotional. Yeah. Um, and then shortly after Hedwig, (laughs) yeah, I just could not believe that this binge didn't wait a little bit longer than four chapters in. (laughs) And like the whole like time you're hearing about how she's, Hedwig's so upset because she's been in a cage for a while and Harry's like, oh yeah, we're going to let you fly free and then uh that never happens so i'm like really just like mad at jk rowling because like that was just fucked up like
0: jk you this know? bird
1: is sad and then you kill her before she even gets a chance to flap her little wings again like i'm pissed <laughs> jk stands for just killing
0: yeah and then you know?
1: moody which was obviously not as upsetting as hedwig Um, But still sad, you know. Mm -hmm. We've been through it with that binge.
0: Well, you already know that there's uh, plenty more to come.
1: George's ear. Yeah. That was, I mean, I remembered that. Because, like, then I remembered the joke that they make.
0: Yeah. And he was
1: like, holy. And he's like, of all the ear humor, huh? (laughs) Um, And that's, like, a funny moment because you know... fred's next like i mean i don't know what order it all happens like it sucks that i already know who is who but like i was on tumblr and i just saw like in memoriam posts of like every person the anniversary
0: of the battle of hogwarts just like yeah yeah.
1: so like i know but like at least i'll get the context yeah (laughs) (laughs) um Yeah, but, you know, I have been reading it so slowly because I just don't want it to end, even though I already know my next series and I already have the first book of that series. Yeah,
0: I know, but, you know, I understand that you don't want it to be over. Are you going to do... And I still have
1: Lauren Graham's book, too.
0: Are you going to do Cursed Child right after this?
1: oh shit I don't know I
0: feel like you should just because you would have the unique have the perspective fresh. of like having a fresh take on the series followed immediately by that book.
1: yeah because of the whole time turner stuff I know a lot of people were like pissed that they I don't know they the, must have changed like the, the mechanics,
0: of mechanics of that along with like the, everybody's character like yeah. pretty much
1: okay. But like, it's just from what you described to me about where Harry ends up in his life, I I totally buy that. Yeah. Like, I totally buy how he would be a shitty father. <laughs> like, yeah, he couldn't even take care of his pet. <laughs> so like, I get and that. like he didn't
0: have father. And, yeah, and like, what's he
1: basing his thing off of? Like ten minutes of Sirius and all of fucking Dursley. You know. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't think so. I feel like it fits well into his character arc
1: and i like that isn't it hermione that's the minister of magic
0: yeah but one of the major complaints is that she is not like as thought like it's not a hermione like she lets things happen that hermione wouldn't let happen because she's so smart you know what i mean okay yeah
1: we all get soft in our old (laughs) age what is ron doing
0: Ron is basically kind of just like a dad, you mm-hmm. know? He's just the dad. I could see that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, well, you know. He comes in
0: with the jokes and he's just like, hey, I'm here.
1: <laughs> I saw that, like, they were saying there was a rumor going around that they were going to make Curse Child, like a hobbit thing where they make three movies. Honestly, then-
0: that would have pissed me off, and I even enjoyed Curse Child. If they're going like, to make a movie
1: at all, what I think it should be is they have one high-quality film of one of the stage productions that's going on in London yes, right now. That's that would what they be should great. do. So that way it plays out like a play.
0: Like, it could happen, because, like, Lame is was really good yeah Yeah.
1: I want to watch that again I know it's I a would, long boy but yeah
0: I would love to watch that again now that I like have a newfound appreciation for it. I didn't enjoy it the first time because I didn't know what I was getting into when I yeah. first saw it you know but they now.
1: have like some of the actual musical on YouTube and you can find it's like it, like in like a 30 part oh, YouTube yeah, you know? <laughs> part 30 <laughs> um, but I've watched that before in like my music class on high school we watched like all of the YouTube videos of it yeah So it's also good to see it, like, in that way. But it was so cool in the movie where they had it, like, the live singing.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's just, like, the
1: coolest thing ever. uh Because I hate when you're watching, like, a movie musical and you just know everyone's just, like, singing over a track and Mm -hmm. you don't actually hear them.
0: I think there was another, I don't know if it was La La Land or something else that was new, that was also like that, where they were singing live and not a track.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't know if La La Land was live or not.
0: I feel like it might have been La La Land, but it was definitely something <laughs> new with a <the> musical. <laughs> I'm
1: just like, I know that he played the piano. That's all. That's yeah, all she wrote. that's all I
0: know, and that they do a fucking dance, and they're like kind of crossing arms. You know, yeah, that's all I see. I haven't
1: seen it yet. I know I would fucking love it. Yeah, because I know a lot of people want to see, it and they were like, I didn't know I was signing up for a musical, and I'm like, I I'm one of those people that likes musicals. You know, yeah. so I know I'll like it, mm-hmm. and I know I like Ryan Gosling,
0: the lot. old gas,
1: the old goss.
0: So, something else that I wanted to bring up that I was just thinking about one night is that I wanted to talk about sleeping positions. Oh. Because, like, I was thinking, I was laying in bed and I was like, wow, this is a new position of sleeping that I never usually do, but it's something I've been doing a lot now, is where I'm laying on my stomach. But I have my arms, like, tucked under me. Like, like I have my arms across my body, but I'm laying on my stomach.
1: Okay. I got tits. It is <laughs> really,
0: it is really weird, and I've never done that before, but I found recently that I've been sleeping like that, and it's comfortable. Interesting. You know? Yeah, it's weird. How do you normally I'm a sleep? side
1: sleeper, and I have, like, my one arm, like, oh, I have a body pillow that I use to, like, wrap myself around because yeah. Chris can't handle it when you have like an arm underneath your back you know what Well, I mean? no i do it's because you don't like sleeping on your back
0: yeah but i mean like we lay like that for a little bit but then eventually like i'm gonna yeah. move like one we're gonna get warm or t- true two. you're annoying yeah. <laughs> gonna,
1: my body pillow is nice and cold yeah <laughs> i'm just holding on to this nice like icy pillow it's great fuck off but yeah i just sleep on my side and i have like my leg like straddling it, because I'm just, like, I have to have my, like, leg elevated in the air.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I usually, like, once I'm done laying on my stomach weirdly, then I move to my side, but, like, I
1: want to be one of those women that, like, sleeps propped up perfectly so that I never get wrinkles. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you sleep on your stomach, like, you know, because I used to do that too before I had tits, and I I thought it was very comfortable, but, like, it's probably why these eyelids are where they are
0: at. Oh my god. That's just age. Shut up. (laughs) But I, yeah, I can never like lay on my back for too long. But I feel like that's what they say is the best.
1: Yeah, they do. They. The ambiguous They. they. but it's fine that's what i can actually do usually Mm -hmm. i have like i'm laying on my back i end up usually laying on my back with my arms like both over my head like i'm on a roller coaster (laughs) and then lila wakes me up by like climbing on top of me and either breaking one of my ribs or like (laughs) kneading me until her claws are actually like embedded in my skin and then i wake up and i'm like oh
0: hello (laughs) She's been doing this cute thing now where she's just using my pillow as a pillow. I know, like, fantastic. if I don't wake
1: up with Chris and he leaves and I'm still asleep, she, like, takes his spot and, like, has her head literally on his pillow, and it's, like, even better.
0: Like, <laughs> Honestly, you don't need me around anymore. She's there.
1: And it's just, like, it's so comforting to look over and just see her little fluff, you know? <laughs> oh. (laughs) And Squeezy's usually at the foot of the bed too We need a bigger bed
0: Yeah we really do I kicked him off twice accidentally last night And it was really upsetting
1: I feel bad Like
0: I just you know stretched my foot And all of a sudden there was a lump And then he was gone (laughs) And I was like I'm so sorry Squeezy I didn't mean that
1: And they leave that nice warm spot
0: Oh yeah that is a bonus though When he moves then my foot gets a warm spot And it's great
1: I love him but, yeah, now we're going to get like a California King just so we
0: can get, <laughs> so we can get 17 more cats. That's it. It's, it's we'll fine. still be like confined to a small little space. It's all for the cats. I don't mind, honestly.
1: <laughs> we should get one of those platform beds so that they can even like have a little edge that they can chill on as well. You yeah. know, more surface area.
0: <laughs> that's the more chunk area. That's what I'm here for. Chunk square footage. <laughs> that's,
1: that's all she
0: wrote. All right. Well, I guess we should go to some questions. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a quick break for our sponsor and we'll be right back. Today's episode of Coffee Creature is brought to you by Squarespace. So if you're looking, you know, you need a website for a project, a company, a whatever blog. whatever you got, Squarespace is definitely the place to go.
1: So, because you guys know, I can't fucking make a website for scratch.
0: <laughs> yeah, HTML, what is that?
1: <laughs> I know her, but, yeah. <laughs> dressed, but they have it, like, so it's super easy to make it, and they have all these really beautiful templates. You can have it really minimal, you can have it look really, like, editorial, and they have it all there... Super easy to set up, and then your website just looks really clean and finished like you did a lot of work. All the
0: menus are just like so easy to just like input the information, and then it just like looks nice because I can never get it to like format to look. Like okay, The way that you want it yeah, to work, Yeah, exactly. So they've got a whole bunch of templates to choose from, as you said. And it's also, if you get it like a year, if you purchase it for a year, you get a free domain with it as well. So cool. you can not have like a dot .squarespace at the end of it, you know, just... You yeah, have like .com. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
1: they have like different tools that let you link it in with like AdSense or whatever else like that you're trying to make money off of. If it's actually like a storefront or a page for a business so that you can actually have like people...
0: Yeah, it could actually be like a store. Yeah, it's really awesome. So we've got a great deal for you guys. If you go to squarespace.com, you can start your free trial today. But if you enter the code COFFEE, you'll get 10% off of your first purchase. So again, you just go to squarespace.com, start your free trial, then use code COFFEE to get 10% off your first purchase. Okay, so as always, let's start off with our Patreon binchos from patreon.com slash coffee with cracial. First question is from Alicia, who said, Hey all hope you had a nice weekend. Wondering if you guys have any favorite documentaries. I'm trying to use 2017 to get as educated as possible, which includes watching more educational slows and movies. Curious to hear your thoughts.
1: Oh god, do we have thoughts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, my faves are, you know, an in inconvenient truth, and... Uh, what, what's the new one coming out like, oh, an inconvenient sequel yeah. yeah you're already saying
1: it's your favorite it hasn't even
0: yeah I, I know it's gonna be fucking lit like, he likes
1: anything about climate change so like before the storm I believe was Leo's even though that was like a yeah. Leo documentary yeah it was
0: basically a Revenant documentary
1: and all, oh my god the new planet Earth the planet uh, Earth 2 that they're really tackling climate change in that as well which I think is sad and great yes so they're doing that because they know
0: that that show's being fucking watched by a lot of people because, clearly we
1: love our nature documentary and yes. mine is always going to be Blue Planet, that entire series. Yes. But recently, the 13th, watch that. Yes. Fucking watch that. It's on Netflix. It's Ava DuVernay. you got to watch it. It's all about like the entire history of the police and Black Lives Matter and it's just really poignant and just impactful. And, yeah, yeah. It's just, I wish they were showing that in schools.
0: That, like, honestly, they should be. <laughs> these things are so... Educational, that And way. they shouldn't should just be shown around. in fucking
1: February. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. let's fucking expand that, please, yes. because let's just expand history in general to not just favor white people as well, but yeah, that's a really good one to watch. Um, other documentaries that I've like I mean, I loved Food, Inc. I know that it's kind of yeah, somewhat flawed, I like food but that yes. was like one of the first ones that I watched about, you know, the entire like meat and dairy industry and fast food and everything like that
0: yes and then fed up was fantastic for the sugar intake of yeah. the world and how everything has sugar in it that was really great and uh, what is the, what are some of the others we just watched the minimalism one i wouldn't say that was like the. no nah,
1: not really the,
0: yeah i wouldn't say that i'm here for that one as much because it wasn't that fantastic blackfish yeah that, that was that, good one too that was good uh, I mean, you just... Honestly, Netflix, if there's one thing Netflix is great for, it's fucking documentaries. Was the
1: documentary that we watched about O.J. Simpson the one that was like a 10-part series? The ESPN series?
0: thing? No, that uh, was... Oh, that wasn't yeah. on Netflix? No. That was a
1: really good one, too, because it, it covered more of like the civil rights movement and the tensions between black people and the police before O.J. was even like a part of yes. history at this point. Yeah. So it really... It, it gave so much more... Depth to that entire case, and if you already like are not, I wouldn't say a fan of that case, but like you know, if you're already fascinated it, by that yes. case, you'll really enjoy this documentary. And also, it touches on a lot of the things that the 13th yeah. touches on. So I would recommend that one as well.
0: We watched the Jinx a while ago too. Oh, that fuck, was yeah. fucking crazy. If you
1: want a like a true crime serial killer one, do that. It's <laughs> yeah. so good,
0: definitely. But I yeah, during this year, I definitely just want to keep watching more I'm documentaries. Sad that I can't
1: remember ones that I've seen in school right now. I mean, I I I watched Super
0: Size Me, and I know it's fucking gross. You watched that in school? I think I did. Yeah, and I would
1: have opted out. I can't watch vomiting.
0: It's gross, but I mean, it's powerful too. It's its gross but powerful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, those are just a couple that we like. I know we watch more.
1: Yeah, because I had that one class where I only watched documentaries. Um, in my like, last year of Millersville, yeah. and I wish I remembered like the names of them. Th- they were all Netflix ones, you yes. know? Because like, that was just easy for us to watch. Yeah,
0: us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Next question is from Bailey, who said, hi, coffee or tea? No judgment with Crachel <laughs> <laughs> and the Chunks. I was wondering if you had any advice about raising your little Chunks in a smaller apartment. My girlfriend and I just got a kitten named Olive, oh, oh. and she's precious in every way. She's calm when I'm home, but cries a lot when I'm gone. What do you have out for your chunks to keep them busy do you have any sort of schedule of some sort so uh schedule not really yeah. no not even a feeding schedule i mean they're kind of just like uh the grays feeding i was
1: lucky that like when we got lila you know i was already working from home so i was yeah. like there to like kind of make sure everything was going well and
0: squeezy is a silent little lamb
1: i don't understand (laughs) him um but we do have like tons of toys tons of interactive toys you know like that one thing with the ball and everything just
0: lots of stimulation and I think it definitely helps to have toys that are not just, like, a stationary thing, like a little mouse that's out. Like, have those, yes. Yeah, because every once in a while,
1: they'll just fucking go for it.
0: Have something like that little ball in a track that we have that they, that it's kind of like something is playing back with them. You know what I mean?
1: Or, like, a cat tree that has, like, a A (laughs) boingy.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Technical (laughs) terms. (laughs) and yeah we always make sure that like because sometimes we might have the blinds closed but I make sure that I open them up so that they have full range of the windows because half their interaction is just like with the weird crow flock that we have oh yeah
0: squeezy's friend
1: yeah (laughs) so like you want to make sure that they have like access to a window that they can't get out of of course but like the birds and everything outside like that's going to be and like just seeing people and the dogs that we have as well like that's also going to keep their brain you know yeah I mean
0: fucking last apartment there was like a birds and so's right outside our window yeah. and so Lila was chattering up a storm in that place but here there's not as many birds but there's the dogs to watch yeah
1: they love them
0: yeah but uh hope you have the best of luck with your little olive Yeah, that's so cute
1: also those feeding puzzles sorry i'm like oh I'm no yeah, yeah 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 because those are really good because it stimulates them and it, it also helps with their, their hunting yeah
0: it keeps their hunting instinct alive. going. yeah and it just makes them healthy.
1: Yeah. Thoughts on hairless cats. I find they're often discriminated against, even amongst cat lovers, bisexuals of the cat world.
0: Oh my I, god. Would
1: you have a hairless cat? I'd be so down for it. Think about how lint free we'd be, bitch.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they are definitely, you know, a friendly, nice, you know, cat as always, but like... If
1: anything, they're like pit bulls of the cat world yeah. or whatever. People are like, huh... But, it must uh, be dangerous. I don't know.
0: Do you have to, like, for a hairless cat, do you have to give them lotions or anything probably. like that? Yeah. I've seen a
1: lot that usually are wearing, like, some sort of clothing, because they can yeah. probably get, like, rashes or they get cold.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, like, an extra level of, you know, care they'd put in, but I'm sure that, you know, they'd just be a, a nice and chunk. I also don't know, like, I have an allergy to short hair dogs
1: but what about hairless
0: i don't know see that just you got be- a pet one i got a pet one you know yeah. that's that's what i gotta do that's
1: something else we should be researching so bring your cats to our house and we're yeah gonna have i mean testing. honestly
0: just bring your cats to our house no matter what <laughs> just like do just it. please <laughs> they'll get along with the chunks perfectly fine <laughs> okay next question is i'd love to hear some of what your favorite signs were from the march
1: oh yeah okay I do have, I posted some to my personal Facebook. There was
0: that one that was, like, about Mother Nature.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, like, a picture of the Earth, and it said, I'm with her, Mother Earth, and I was, like... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was really liking all of, like, the uh, climate change posters that I was seeing, because it yeah. wasn't exactly, like, a climate change march, but we're all, like, not idiots. There were lots of signs about just, like, how science isn't a fucking lie and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was really happy to see those.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: personal favorite, and this is the one that got the most shared shares uh, was show me how to have faith in a man who brags about assaulting women yeah that was like one of the first signs that i saw and i was like that's pretty much
0: this is what i'm here for much it. Yeah. <laughs> if you were stuck in the apartment during an apocalypse and you ran out of food who would be eating first out of you in the chunks
1: <laughs> oh my god um chris
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'll give myself to because I would like, last
1: the longest without food because I have enough fat to like. That's why.
0: I mean, <laughs> you can you why, can give bitch. my body to the chunks. The
1: apocalypse <laughs> and I'm gonna be laughing at you. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding.
0: One Give my that. body to them, please. I want them to live.
1: I don't know. That's bleak.
0: That is very bleak.
1: <laughs> but it's like, have I thought about that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. Definitely. I
1: just really don't think we're gonna run out of food because we gotta stock up. <laughs> Let's just get like cans of beans.
0: Exactly. I mean, we're gonna have so much canned wet food for them. So much, they're gonna be, they're gonna be set. We're really
1: gonna plan it out. We make a like. Doomsday prepper, but, like, for our cats.
0: Oh, my God, a whole fucking basement. We live in an apartment. The panic room, but it's the junk room. Uh, Do you collect anything specific? Or do you wish you collected anything specific?
1: Ooh, I would say blackheads. No. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) Cats.
1: Do I collect anything specific? Well, I used to collect books, and now I'm trying to recollect books.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I collect Hess trucks. Woo! Still? I mean, my mom still buys me them every year, and they just—they don't even make their way out here. They're just all with my collection that's back in my childhood bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm gonna do with that collection at any point, but you know, it's there. We both also collected Beanie Babies, oh, well, as funny. every '90s kid did. Because, Erasers. You know. You Excellent also your fucking shrimp tails in your, in your creamer Shut cups. up.
1: <laughs> I mean, I used to be, like, more of a makeup collector, and now I, like, just am trying to get rid of it. <laughs> Minimalism it's just hit. too much, too much. Yeah. Um, God, yeah, but that was because I didn't have, like, I, I wasn't, I was old.
0: Yeah. If there's anything that I want to collect now would be dollar bills. That'd oh, be yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'd
1: like to collect um, health care bills.
0: <laughs> collecting those checks you know <laughs> i mean probably do you count i collect video games i don't really collect them though i just buy the ones that i yeah i don't think play. you're like
1: excessive
0: no yeah i don't excessively collect anything at this point because we don't have the money or money? the space yeah <laughs> collect my thoughts
1: <laughs> you barely
0: do no, yeah, I'm i know no you
1: really do i barely do <laughs>
0: Okay, next question. What was the best part about participating in the Women's March and any experiences that shocked you? So, best part.
1: For me, like, first of all, just being a part of something that big and something that I really wanted to be a part of was the best for me. But just for me, conquering my fear was, like, a big moment. Like, my therapist is going to be proud, bitch. Like, I'm very proud of myself because you guys know that it's something that, like, I normally would not put myself in that situation. And it ended up being amazing and such a great day. And, like, I know that every time. Like, every time I'm anxious about something, it's always just, like, the lead up. And then once you're actually there, it's, like, totally fine. You're like, why was I nervous and throwing up? That's
0: anxiety for you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the – I would say not really – The most, oh yeah, I guess the most surprising thing I saw was like the amount of children that were there with like signs and different like, oh man, it was just like if I had been attending shit like this when I was a kid, like can you imagine like putting those ideas into children's minds so early? Yeah. Like that's just incredible and I'm really glad that I was seeing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, the best part of it was that, you know, i that I participated in it, that this is the first kind of protest or anything that I've participated in before, and, you know, I definitely want to start using my place of privilege in the world to be able to speak up more about issues, about uh, underprivileged groups, and so I definitely just enjoyed you know, acting further, going a step further on the causes that I believe in. Yeah. And something that shocked me, I would just say, honestly, the amount of people that showed up because like from the, you know, the rumblings of like 40, 50,000 people that I were heard was expected to show up to hearing the fact that we still hadn't even like we started off in a park and like we had not even really left the park. We and probably we,
1: walked like a block.
0: Yeah. And shuffled. Like shuffled a block. a block. And we were hearing that the beginning of the parade was like more than halfway done, like, almost to the Space Needle, which is where it was ending, was, like, crazy too. Yeah, because we
1: literally hadn't even left, like, the starting point yet.
0: To just know that there was this huge line of people all the way through the center of downtown. And when we were like, walking
1: on the one street where there's kind of, like, a hill behind us and just seeing all the people behind us and, like, yeah. how you couldn't see the end of that crowd. And you look
0: ahead of you and you just see a huge line of people ahead of you. It's and crazy. And all of the people on the side of the street, people looking out their apartment windows and, like, on their back balconies waving flags and all that stuff yeah
1: people that hung like banners for everything like out their apartment building like i
0: was just shocked at the just the sheer number of people that came
1: and how it went so smoothly yes okay weird but coffee related since you guys have been daily coffee addicts for a while does coffee still let's say make you guys go to the bathroom immediately or shortly after yes immediately um, or is your body kind of used to it now? I stopped drinking coffee for a few months and just started again. And oh boy, my body has been, <laughs> been reacting well. Wondering if it's like a tolerance thing. I certainly think I have to slowly wean my way back into it. Just curious. Nah. I did read like a thing because I was curious. Like, is it because coffee is like somewhat laxative or something? But it's really just because it's like the first thing that's hitting your bowels in the morning. And that's why it's just kind of like, hey, wake up. <laughs> and then, but
0: you know what? I mean, I still think that, like, regardless of what time of the day it is, I'm always feeling some rumblings happening once I've had coffee.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just because you're drinking something that's, like, (laughs) watery. It's not exactly like drinking water, but it's hydrating things to get going i have no idea mm-hmm. but it's definitely you're not alone
0: no i definitely don't know honestly it's like alone, my favorite
1: part of the day yeah
0: <laughs> you know it really cleans things out you know what i'm saying
1: it's when i read the most twitter <laughs> i would say
0: <laughs> okay recently i've seen a lot of anti-porn and anti-sex industry posts on tumblr what's your opinion on porn and the sex industry as a whole
1: I mean, okay, I would highly recommend another documentary. Yeah,
0: I can't believe we forgot about this. Hot Hot Girls Girls Wanted.
1: Talks all about the porn industry. That's uh, Rashida
0: Jones, right? Yeah, Yeah. she's the
1: producer and director of it. Um, Really good, eye-opening documentary. So I don't have anything against people that participate in sex work. Like, they are still workers. They are doing what they want or need to do to make a living for their lives, their families, etc. Do you... I, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: As with, like, a lot of industries, it has more... My problems with it tend more to do with, like, corrupt, behind-the-scenes things. Yeah, not, like, the know.
1: individuals that are participating and Not the in industry the as
0: a whole, yeah. you know what I mean? Because
1: there is a lot of, like, bad things that are going on, and a lot of it is, like, misogyny towards women, and yeah. just, like, the treatment of women. That
0: documentary really, like... Should, shows you a lot and gives you a lot of information on that on like what happens behind the scenes yeah.
1: and like i wasn't a huge porn watcher before that like of course like i've seen you know videos here and there especially like i mean you've I been younger. on tumblr
0: like come on you can't go on tumblr without seeing that exactly kind of stuff.
1: um i was more of a, a literotica fan <laughs> you know what i'm saying I, that's, I like to read it you know um But I've been since totally turned off just from seeing that documentary because you don't know, like, what the people that are involved, like, had to go through to get to that point. So, like, it's definitely something that I think you should do research about before, like, you know, because I'm sure there are, like... Porn companies, or like, I don't know what the real terminology would be, that like do have like you know safety measures and things like that that aren't yeah. participating in these like cruel acts against women and stuff like that. So, like, I'm sure you can find you know, what is the word like ethical porn? I guess, yeah, I'm sure it's out there. Um, but yeah, I think Non-GMO it is important, porn. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's important to have like a critical eye over what you're seeing, um, especially but yeah. with the
0: internet and like. The availability of just, like, you know, putting up a video and just having it out there, like, it's so easy to do that. You don't even know
1: if, like, that's a video that someone was paid to make or if that's somebody's, like, video that they didn't want released. Like, you know... Just, yeah. like, having more of a critical look at it, but, like, yeah, I don't knock people that participate in sex work, because I think that's stupid and misogynist.
0: You yeah, and you so. don't make that money, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. I love coffee, but sometimes it tastes like rice, and it fucks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I've four upvotes. I have no idea. But... I
0: don't usually get
1: that. What kind know. of coffee you you drinking?
0: Yeah, that's uh, not coffee. That's a <laughs> oh, my God, their
1: name is a single crouton. <laughs> okay, overall, the best comment of the day. It actually does have the word best next to it. Is that like a Reddit thing where it's like, hey, you're doing well?
0: No. It just says
1: best. I guess it's like the most upvotes. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Um and then someone said Binches be Anthony. I've never experienced this but thoroughly enjoyed
0: this comment. <laughs> Me too. Binches be Anthony. <laughs>
1: I I really just love seeing like when I'm doing like a Twitch stream and like how many people have like weird things that we've said like as I don't we've never said Binches be Anthony or a single cruise. Yeah. How,
0: how many of you guys picked like Reddit or Twitch names after just like Binch, you know, yeah. like that's just fantastic. I love that. <laughs>
1: that makes me want some rice, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Um, For Chris, what is your favorite part of your job? And Rachel, sorry to hear that that company was so tricky. You'll find something fantastic soon. Well, thank you. But yeah, what is your favorite part of your job?
0: You know, that they haven't laid me off due to budget cuts yet. That's a really great (laughs) thing that I love.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but really, what's your favorite part?
0: My favorite part is that like most of my jobs, especially outside of college like obviously in college I'm doing like service jobs and stuff like that mostly they've been like customer service type jobs and now I'm kind of in a position now where I'm actually like doing things that are affecting change within the company you know And you're
1: in charge of making like
0: I'm like in charge of like yeah making policies and processes and actually doing things instead of like just having to follow these rules that are like
1: you're making yeah,
0: them. <laughs> I'm making the rules because, like, the position that I was hired for it was the it was just created, and I was the first hire for this new position, and so I kind of had to make the rule book on how everything <laughs> fucking went down. And so it was it's fun being able to make the rules up as I go, yeah. basically.
1: And you know, I know I wasn't asked, but my favorite part of my job, which <laughs> is this podcast. Um, is just every time that I get like an email or a letter in our PO box or anything talking about like how I've talked about sexuality or mental health, especially, and like going to therapy and how people have like been, you know, either one, just like, you know, felt solidarity because they, you know, were experiencing something that I've been able to describe in a way yeah. that like, they hadn't heard before and now they can identify with that. Or like I... You know introduce somebody to the idea of feeling comfortable going and seeking out a therapist like those like that Like that's why I fucking do it. None of the other parts of it Like the technical side is like what i'm here for. Of course I just I like that. I am able to take like what I would consider a shitty situation and turn it into Helping other people because like that's what makes me feel good and keeps me going so yeah. that's all i gotta say
0: oh my god we're getting mushy right now guys i know
1: and all right so the next well, let's,
0: let's end let not end it but let's go to this one then after that if you were in the chunks for an instrument which would you be <laughs> i guess i'd be the trombone because we all know that story
1: Squeezie's the snare drum <laughs> <laughs> no he's like <clears throat> synth when you oh say, my
0: god is he like a scabbage or something like i know it's not an instrument to say a like, scabbage
1: he... i was like what did you just say scabbage <laughs>
0: <laughs> scabbers
1: <laughs> oh my god fuck him um does he die at least oh my god, god if you give a rat a cookie um <laughs> but lila is absolutely the big gong <laughs> 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 the big symbol oh my god yeah Yeah, and me, I would say I'm like the violin because it's my wailing cries.
0: (laughs) I'm going to be that fucking trombone. Yeah,
1: you're the trombone. I'm
0: that trombone. I don't have any connection to that other than my arms. Are they long enough? We'll never know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. All right. Um, I would also like to know an in-depth story of the first time you smoked weed. I recently had an edible for the first time, and I didn't think it was working at first. But two hours later, it hit me, and I couldn't stop twitching. Also, I had a strange montage of Mario Kart playing in my head.
0: (laughs) That sounds accurate. (laughs) I feel like
1: every time I play Mario Kart and I'm sober, I still think I'm like doing something yeah it's just a wild world out there (laughs) um my first experience i probably have talked about this before was i was like in high school i would say i was like a junior senior and a friend of mine we were just like at her house and you know we smoked and it was like we used like a pepsi two liter bottle and like oh
0: this is so pennsylvania right here
1: pen and like you know that whole rig Kids
0: are will always find the most creative ways to do things. Well,
1: yeah, and, like, I, we, it, nothing happened to me, though, but I remember being like, wow, this is lit. Like, this dude just built this with a pen.
0: <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, MacGyver shit things? going on yeah. here. I
1: was like, this is going to be a survival tactic. <laughs> um,
0: In the middle of the desert yeah. with a two liter and a pen. Let's do this. I got
1: this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. But that, like, yeah, because I remember I had heard, like, oh, you're not going to feel anything, like, the first time you smoke. And I was like, yep, it's true. And then the second time was just like, you know, somebody had, like, one of those, like, grape flavored, like, blunt wrappers. And yeah. that one definitely worked. But, yeah. It wasn't, like, exciting or anything. I don't. I wish I could remember, like, what it felt like the first time. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I know I definitely felt something on yeah, the I first time. Yeah, I remember being that surprised
1: that you actually got higher. Yeah, first so.
0: Time. First time I did it was our senior year of college. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't probably choose this situation as my top situation to try it in, but it was with, like, a bunch of other people that were... It was, like, like, strangers. Strangers in, like, one of our roommate's bedrooms, and, I felt
1: bad, because, like, like, all my roommates and I had already been, like, smoking the whole time, and Chris was just kind of, like... You know, I remember being really nervous about it too. Like, yeah. I don't endorse it. Like, if you're if you're worried about it, you're underage, or you're nervous about it, like don't. Or if
0: it. it's not legal, legal where you live, as well. You know?
1: And it wasn't legal where you live, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember not feeling like it was the greatest evening for you to do it because there were so many randoms there, and yeah. like I don't want you to feel like like if you had like a bad reaction or something, like to have that in front of them or to feel nervous in front of them.
0: Yeah, I didn't have a bad reaction, but me just being around new people without any substances, I'm already, like, much shy. more quiet and shy, and so that only just enhanced things. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just, like, I... I don't want to be, like, embarrassed and, like, embarrass myself. That's, like, I remember the whole thing. my biggest
1: thing was, like, oh, my God, I don't even know how to light it. Like, I, there was a time where I didn't know how to, like, use a lighter, you know? Yeah. So, I just didn't want to, like, look like a fucking asshole. But, like, that's <laughs> also the same time, like, I drank for the first time. I was just, like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to, like, get too drunk right away. Yeah, me too. And Be that person. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's now I'm twenty five and it's like riding a <laughs> bike. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess that really rounds it all off. You know? Yeah, I
0: think that's a good place to stop.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, thanks guys for having a cup of this Holly Jolly Christmas blend with us.
0: Yeah, what are we on? I forget what fucking road this coffee's on, but oh, it's I- something. Thunder <laughs> Road. It's Gordon Street, it's not even a road, it's a street. It's you know? a street. Street Road, isn't that? A-
1: <laughs> that is. There is a road in my like hometown called Street Road, and is that not the most fucked up thing? You want to talk about America being bleak? <laughs> it's that.
0: With that little nugget of information, we should go. All right,
1: we'll see you guys on Thursday.
0: Bye. Beans bunches. Since we had some uh, Harry Potter talk, you know, you guys are going to be just what you're doing in the Harry Potter universe. Always and now, a great time. I
1: wrote most of these because I'm enough. Yes, and I am when we ruined.
0: are, when you're done, we're gonna have like a quiz or something, just to like you got
1: to test my knowledge.
0: Test you. On everything.
1: I wonder if you should do that like sporkle. Thing oh my god. Where it's, like, name
0: every- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. that.
1: Alright, anyway, we're starting it off with Nicole Dowling, who is stepping onto the coals in a fireplace to use flu powder. A chew, you know?
0: <laughs> Shandon Shires is watching the dermstring ship rise out of the lake.
1: Alicia McKee is making a port key.
0: Kimberly Proza is a pro seeker.
1: Sammy Jessam is just admiring some of the moving paintings in the castle.
0: Kayla Harding thinks Arith Mancy is very hard.
1: Jackie Goldfarb is taking some gold galleons out of their Gringotts vault. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa!
0: You struggled. Yeah. Slow Nolan is slowly learning how to apparate.
1: Sarah Booth is booing Slytherin's Quidditch team.
0: Megan Rackley is making a racket with the Weasley twins.
1: Kate Convery is conversing with a ghost in the Great Hall.
0: Taylor Collins is calling out Drago for being a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> Emma Corbeal is reading Beetle and Bard. Ooh. I still don't know the significance yet.
0: Heather Ann is answering a question on their owls.
1: Sloan Fuller is full of chocolate frogs.
0: Angelica Feliz is taking Felix Felicious.
1: Shay Alario is opening a door with Aloha Mara. <laughs> is that how you say it? <laughs>
0: it's leviosa oh
1: my god eat my face <laughs> okay
0: megan walpole is walking to hogsmeade
1: cody castillo is casting a hex on crab <laughs>
0: <laughs> Billy lynn is bailing on dumbledore's army's meeting
1: emily tormey is an owl flying through the stormy weather Son-
0: <laughs> <laughs> sony Vazbrune is getting a new broom
1: taylor hancock is cocky after winning the house cup
0: Sabrina Hughes is watching the Great Hall ceiling change hues. That was
1: one of the coolest things in the yeah. book. Them pick, yeah, yeah. Um, we all get it. Fiona <laughs> is feeding the giant squid.
0: Stephanie Oliver is at Ollivander's.
1: Melanie Weldon is melting their cauldron in potions.
0: Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross thinks birdie bots are gross.
1: Juanita Cara is in the flying
0: car. Annie Nguyen loves winter at Hogwarts.
1: Cassandra Lee is Lee Jordan commentating the Quidditch match.
0: Emma Nygren was caught by Filch sneaking around at night.
1: We always say it like that. <laughs> Courtney Hall is transfiguring a suit of armor in the hall.
0: Becca Jansen is Mrs. Norris beckoning for Filch.
1: Angela Sue is Angelina Johnson yelling at Harry.
0: Michelle North is living in Shell Cottage.
1: Aaron Bray is brave for facing a boggart alone.
0: Jada Goshi is going to Diagon Alley.
1: My Elizabeth is moaning Myrtle, <laughs> Myrtle <laughs> hitting on Harry.
0: Ishbel Mendez is Madame Pomfrey mending broken bones.
1: Talia Miller is ordering a tall glass of butterbeer. Not
0: Miller Light this time, Whoa. butterbeer. Cavaleos is Hermione's cat, Crookshanks.
1: Margarita is getting rid of garden gnomes.
0: Avery Labelson is learning about Avada Kadabra.
1: Daisy Blossom Dottie is helping Professor Sprout with blossoming mandrakes.
0: Chloe Archer is putting on an invisibility cloak.
1: Anthony Hood is fighting with Peeves who has grabbed the hood of their robes.
0: Mariah Hanna is handing their homework in to Professor Trelawney.
1: Liz Hallbrook is learning about lizards and care of magical creatures
0: jennifer Havgood isn't very good at divination
1: madison greer is transfiguring a rob to turn green
0: madison wolf is learning about werewolves
1: megan mcnally stumbled into nocturne alley Ooh.
0: scholar medley is a chaser flying through the sky
1: megan prius is a hufflepuff prefect
0: Corey springfield is practicing their patronus in a field
1: ilka is errol falling into a glass of milk
0: <laughs> Jax is using lumos maxima
1: Nicole Allen is very cold in the Slytherin dungeons.
0: Courtney White loves Hedwig's snowy white feathers.
1: Bridget Carey Davis is carrying some sweets from Honeydukes.
0: Jennifer Cornwell didn't do well on their newts.
1: I wonder if they have Honeydukes at the uh, Wizarding World. I think they do. Sophia Cock is sleeping on a sofa in the Gryffindor common room.
0: Ash Roselle is watching Fox turn into ashes.
1: Jackie Burkhardt is Harry chasing the flying keys.
0: Beth Fonseca isn't fond of charms class.
1: Jackie Brigiulio is that one bridge breaking in the Order of the Half-Blood Prince <laughs> that they put in the movie, and I was like, I don't remember her.
0: Christina Contreras is conjuring a Patronus.
1: Katherine Simpson is Umbridge teaching very simple magic.
0: Marlene Naj is reading the Marauder's Map.
1: Ian Murphy is diving into the Murky Lake for the Triwizard Cup.
0: Kendall Berg is looking for Bertha Jorkins.
1: Ili McGregor is buying a Grigorovich wand.
0: Megan Grilly is eating grilled meats at the Hogwarts feast. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Chloe Ireland is crumb playing against the Irish national Quidditch team.
0: Taco Roach is trying to curse a cockroach.
1: Haley Cadwalder is a moving painting on the wall.
0: Camelia Malkey is Dobby serving the Malfoys. the Malfoys.
1: Maddie Pullman is a screaming mandrake.
0: Amanda Peet is haggard Heating a Dragon's Egg.
1: Allison Frank Coy is frankly not into watching Quidditch.
0: Caitlin Whalen is having a howl or wail at them.
1: Cody Robinson is robbing some food from the kitchens.
0: Lauren Chavone owns a Firebolt.
1: Dana Daly is taking a daily stroll around the grounds.
0: Megan Wilson is willing to touch a blast-ended entrant.
1: Claire Wood is Oliver Wood frantically trying to win Quidditch matches.
0: Kelly Adams is adding some hairs to their polyjuice potion.
1: Anna Hernandez is a parcel tongue talking to an anaconda.
0: Jenna Gordonier is haggard, decorating the Great Hall with gourds.
1: Sarah is scared of all the ghosts at the death day party.
0: Vlyn and Drew are drawing a bath in the prefect's bathroom.
1: Bridget Dubin is Professor Binns droning on about history.
0: Hillary Gay is bowing to a hippogriff.
1: Mackenzie Knight is riding the night bus.
0: And Rachel Evans is eventually going to pass their owls. It's
1: alright. It takes time, you know. You know,
0: you can take those SATs over again.
1: <laughs> alright, and the rest of the Beach Boppos, I would have to say they are at the Death Day party because I'm still pissed that they left that out of the movies. Yeah. I wanted to see that.
0: It's pretty lit. So
1: we've got Ashley Riefenberger.
0: Johanna Jensen. Rebecca Edmondson. Mallory.
1: Allie Malone.
0: Kathleen Wynn And
1: Rose Barnett.
0: Thank you guys for supporting the show, hanging out, being babbos with us.
1: Going to Hogwarts, killing a Death Eater, you know. Yeah, it's
0: all in a day's work.
1: Well, we'll see you guys in our next episode, which is actually when Shonda comes back.
0: Yes, we suck.
1: (laughs) I think she, like, just was supposed to come back and then was like, nah, I'll do next week. Mm. I really think that's what happened. I wrote it down on my calendar as the 19th. So, like, honestly, like, that's when you know. My calendar is law. So, (laughs) it's fine. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.
0: That was a headgum podcast.